Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. And that is Matthew 7, 24. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Bridge Radio. And we are coming at you from the great state of Texas. I am your host, A.W. Varilla, and I am running the podcast solo today. Uh, Steve is out doing a lot of bridge ministry work, so he's been really busy. Um, So uh, I am here today running the podcast solo. Um, There is a lot of news going on. We haven't been on uh, for a while, so I miss you guys. Uh, you guys are probably like these guys still around, but uh, we have we have scheduled a lot of authors coming up. Uh, like I said, uh, thank you for being patient, uh, patient, and just uh, waiting around for us as we just get everything going back again. Uh, update on the building. Uh, people have been just giving so graciously to uh, the building fund. So just uh, I just want to clarify some. Um, our, our li- to our listeners, uh, we raise money to go ahead and purchase the building, which we already did. And now uh, we are raising money to go ahead and finish off the inside of the new location. Um, ex- uh, with everything going on with COVID, uh, construction costs uh, for the inside came a lot higher than we anticipated. Uh, but the Lord has been absolutely uh, great. Uh, and and people have been giving and thank you very much. But we still got a little ways to go. Um, but uh, through uh, the mercy and grace of God, you know, he's going to do this. And uh, we just leave it uh, to his hand and just trust them. Um, so, again, thank you for all who have been contributing. Uh, we can't do this without you. Um, and, and we always give God all the glory in everything that we do. Uh, update on the Spanish conference that is coming up November uh, six. Uh, it's an all-day conference on Saturday. Uh, for anybody who has Spanish-speaking friends or family member or yourself, please, please uh, go buy the tickets. Go to uh, dot org, and uh, you can go ahead and purchase the tickets online. Get your tickets. We got uh, just a little bit uh, over a month before we start our first Spanish conference so we are super excited pastor uh, suhel michelin and eduardo mantorano who does our bridge radio and espanol our theology side uh dr rafael does the interviews with our author um it is amazing what god is doing on the spanish side of bridge ministry uh, for uh, if you're new to to Bridge Radio, uh, we are on a border town here in Laredo, Texas. Uh, so uh, this is a 98 percent uh, Hispanic community. And so uh, we are just uh, working uh, to just ramp up our Spanish ministry here. Uh, so um, today uh, we have Jeffrey Rice. So uh, he's coming on. Uh, he is going to be giving his testimony. Uh, he is uh, owns a Bible rebinding business, um, Post Tenebras Locks uh, Bible Rebinding. And we're going to be talking because he has blessed so many people by taking their old Bibles and rebinding them and making them new. Um, so super excited to have him on. Ladies and gentlemen, also don't forget to subscribe to Apple, Android, Google, and Stitcher Radio and visit our website 
at BridgemanLaredo.org, and we're also now on Spotify. All right, well, why don't we get this uh, podcast started, guys? Today, we have Jeffrey Rice on. Um, he is the owner of Post Tenebras Lux Bible Rebinding, and uh, he's on, on Bridge Radio today to give his testimony, um, and we're super excited to have him. Welcome to Bridge Radio for the first time, Jeffrey. Hey, man, thanks for having me. I really appreciate you. So, uh, Jeffrey, uh, I reached out to you uh, uh, about uh, nine months ago or so um, about rebinding my New American Standard uh, 1995 Greek and Hebrew Bible. And, um, and, and you got back to me and he's like, Hey, this is going to be taking a while. I'm super busy. And I was like, that's fine. You know? And, uh, and, and I, you know, shared with you the colors that I wanted and, you know, I'm, I'm from Chicago, even though I'm down here in Texas. So I got bears color. I got, I, I got blue and orange stitching and, and it was red inside. So, um, so, and then I had, it was uh, definitely popping. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely, yeah. <laughs> and then I, I got, uh, 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 on the, on the front, I mean, God, God breathe in Greek. So thank you very much. You did an amazing job. That's been, uh, definitely paying a lot of compliments for me at church, but, um, okay, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Jeffrey, as we begin this podcast, um, we just want to get our audience to know you a little bit. Can you just give us a, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself how God drew you to saving faith? Yeah, man. So, uh, again, my name's Jeff. Uh, I grew up in Nashville, Tennessee. You know, as a, as a child, I can remember, I don't know, I guess I was around, I got a real good vivid memory as a child. I think I was around two or three. There was this evangelist comes knocking on the door and he starts talking about Jesus. And then I just knew at that moment that I would grow up and serve this Jesus. And, uh, and I can remember as a teenager, every time someone would invite me to church or something like that, I, like I would always go back to that moment and thought, you know what? I'm not ready to sell out. You know, I'm not ready to, I, I want to do my thing. Uh, I ended up getting robbed at gunpoint and beat up pretty bad when I was 14 and joined the gang and, and just lived a, 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 you know, pretty much that life until 9-11. You know, so when 9-11 happened, uh, I was out in, out in the trailer park. I was playing hacky sack, drinking a beer, getting high that early in the morning. And people come running out talking about what took place. You know, this older gentleman walked out and he said, well, all of this is in the Bible. And uh, me being sarcastic, I said, well, I'm tired of what people are saying that uh, people are saying what's in the Bible. So I found the Bible that evening and started reading it. And uh, I read it every day, and it eventually, you know, it, it started, you know, it started getting to me. And then I heard a guy by the name Ray Comfort preaching open air. Wow. Um, and then I, you know, w- w- watching him. I think the show was called The Way of the Master. Yeah. And so this would have been 2004, 2005 mm. when I discovered Ray Comfort. And man, I just, you know, after reading the Bible, I had been going to church. And then I just really saw myself naked before God and, you know, cried out and he saved me, man. And, uh, you know, like, like, I don't know if the actual faith came at that moment. Mm. I mean, even before, before that, I mean, I was attending church, I was teaching Sunday school classes, uh, 
but you know, just just reading the Bible, hearing hearing the Bible, because I would read out loud, and I was you know, hearing the words. You know, my life started to change. You know, I, I no longer had a desire to gain things, do anything like that. I just want to know more of Christ. Mm. Wow. You know, and, you know, faith comes by hearing, and hearing of the word of Christ, the message of Christ, and so I I, I really think that. You know, of course, Blue Ray Comfort preaching the gospel, that was probably the clearest gospel presentation I heard. Yeah. But, you know, by reading the Bible, God granted to me faith to believe. Yeah. That's that's amazing. Do you do you recall uh, what book of the Bible you first read when uh, you started uh, reading your Bible at that time? Yeah, I was reading Matthew. And, and listen, man, I couldn't even hardly read, man. Uh, mm. I, like I said, I, 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 growing up, we moved a lot, and uh, like I can remember actually switching schools five to six times in one year. Wow. Like we moved a lot, you know, very poor family, um, just white trash, beautiful man. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was crazy. Um, you know, in and out of different trailer parks, uh, just you know, name it. You know, my it was just a struggle, and. Um, and I, I was, I, and I struggled with dyslexia, but I never knew it. You know? mm. And uh, and so uh, eventually, I just stopped trying. You know, and and in the school system, they just would, you know, they just would pass you anyways. Yeah. You know, uh, where I'm at, and so and I ended up getting kicked out of school uh, for gang violence in ninth grade. And so when I picked up the Bible, you know, I'd, I'd read like three words and have to skip ten words. And then eventually, I was, you know, reading five, skipping eight, you know. Yeah, wow. <laughs> but I taught myself how to read. I, I basically started educating myself, studying, and, uh, you know, and now, I mean, that's all I do is read and study. Like, if you was to tell one of my teachers back in the day that I love to study, they'd probably pass out. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. The, the, the so, yeah, man, so I started with Matthew, and it was the King James, well, actually, yeah, I found the King James Bible, and I couldn't even attempt. Mm. And I think I ended up, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I ended up finding a, a, a children's Bible mm. and started reading it. And it was, like, pink and stuff like that. And so, you know, I'm like a 21-year-old gangster, and I'm holding a pink Bible. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> So eventually, I was like, you know what? I was just go back to the old King James. And <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I think it was in 2000, let's say 2002, 2003, I started going to this little Southern Baptist church, and, and someone was reading from the Bible when I was looking at my King James, and it, just, it was different. You know, I mean, it was similar, but more different. So I approached the gentleman and said, man, well, how come your Bible is much easier to read than my Bible, and your Bible isn't pink? <laughs> and he said, <laughs> and so that's when he introduced me to uh, it was an NIV. And I think that following week, uh, I, I went and bought me an NIV and started reading it. But uh, but, but uh, literally, whenever I got to around Galatians, like that's whenever I, I, I could really see something taking place in my life. Wow, wow, um, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I was in Galatians whenever I could really. You know, like I really was like, man, this something's going on. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and uh, but and 
and and for our listening audience, uh, we have a worldwide audience. Uh, can you let them know what you do now besides uh, what you do right now for uh, Post Ten of Our Lux uh, Bible Rebinding? Yeah, so of course I, I own Post Ten of Our Lux Bible Rebinding. Um, I'm a pastor of a, of a church. I pastor Covenant Reformed Baptist Church in Tallahoma, Tennessee. And I do street evangelism. Mm. Uh, so every other weekend, I'm on the streets, uh, preaching Christ, talking to you know whoever, whoever I can, whoever will stop. And but uh, for the most part, I, I work you know 40, 45 hours a week making the Bibles, and then from eight o'clock to midnight, four to five nights a week, I stay up and uh, uh, prepare sermons read and study. Yeah. Well, that's, that is amazing. Um, that, uh, God took you from that. Uh, he saved you. Uh, and then, uh, you started reading, uh, and, uh, and God's providence just put you in front of people like Ray comfort and, uh, and then just reading your Bible and then people at church. It's, it's amazing. Uh, when you hear testimonies like that, um, and we praise the Lord and give him all the glory for it. Now, um, Jeffrey, we have, uh, we've had some of your, uh, we've had past guests on our show that are, uh, you've actually rebound some Bibles for one being Dr. Okay. James White. Um, oh, yeah. uh, I, I think he's probably like, like your number one client. He's always like, uh, every time I see him <laughs> somewhere, he's like, oh, Jeffrey just rebound another Bible for me. And uh, I think the one that really has uh, caught my eye was that 1550 Stephanus that you re- you uh, rebound for him, right? Yeah, well, let me tell you a story about that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I mean, you want to talk about goosebumps. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, as I, you know, because this Bible, as stood in, in terrible condition, I believe was, you know, worth $30,000 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then it was, you know, and then I'm sitting here with a razor blade about to cut the old cover off. And, and again, it's like this story that I just told you about my, about my past. It just, you know, come, my past came face to face with me, mm. knowing the sovereignty of God, knowing that I, I have in my hand a 1550 Stephanus and, Knowing the life that I live and the position that God has me in now, man, and it just—man, it was surreal, man. I mean, wow. So, so what? Yeah. So what was it like? Like, as if it was surreal, and you're cutting in this 471 year old Bible. Like, mm-hmm. what, what, what? What's happening? Like, <laughs> man, I'm just—I'm just thinking, you know, how unworthy. You know, I mean, like. Again, I'm reformed. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know your position. You know, uh, uh, we're we're reformed too. We're this is okay. Ridge Radio is a ref, <laughs> yeah foreign pie. But you know, we we don't. You know, we don't just yeah. we're advertising yeah. like crazy. But you know, we we love all yeah. the brothers. You know, and but yeah, yeah I, I really try not. You know, because I know sometimes it can be a sensitive issue with people, and so I don't try to step on their toes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't shy away from what I believe. Yeah. At the same time, you know, I, I, I you know that, that you know. I believe that God has ordained everything. Yes, that comes to pass. Yes, and, and, and knowing this 
you know, understanding this order, you know, him predetermining this moment, to that moment to take place, and then looking back at, you know, the life that I lived prior, and it was just, um, you know, just amazed that he would, you know, he would take me from where I was to where I am, or, you know, even now he's taking me even to, to greater, um, greater venture for him. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm, again, I sit at my desk most each night, you know, studying the Bible, knowing that I'm going to stand before his people and, and preach Christ. And I'm, again, my past, you know, yeah. Next game being in pimp. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to escape it. And, uh, you know, I was just amazed. And God's love, his love for me, uh, you know, and putting James White in my life, uh, which I kind of, I kind of, uh, uh, riddled my way there. Uh, con- I, I, I basically conned my way into his life, I would say, you know, growing <laughs> up. I mean, I mean, seriously, I mean, like when you're on the streets and you want to make yourself known, you, you do things to make yourself known. So if I, we moved a lot, like I was talking about. And so whenever I would move to a different neighborhood as a teenager and I wanted my name known, I'd beat somebody up. You know, I just walk up and fire on somebody, mm. you know, and the next thing you know, the whole neighborhood is talking about me. Mm. Uh, and, and, and so I, and so I was talking with my wife and I said, now, now, now this is the principle of how I grew up. You know that that if you want if you want to be known, you have to make yourself known. You have to advertise yourself. I said I said all you know like struggling with, with this business because I had roofed for twenty five years and I was no longer medically allowed to roof any longer. Mm. And, and, and and the only way we were going to make it is if I became known. Yeah. And I told her I said all we have to do. Listen, this is true. I said, all we have to do is get a Bible in James White's hands. <laughs> if we can get a Bible in James White's hands, God is going to bless it. Mm-hmm. And she was, she was like, you're crazy. <laughs> I said, I know. <laughs> and so uh, James has a friend by the name Kofi, who's, who's a mutual friend of ours. Yeah. And Kofi was looking to get a rebind, and he was wanting to trade a Bible for a rebind. And the moment I saw that, I was like, "This is it. This is this is how James White's going to see my Bibles." And so I reached out to Kofi, told him that I'd do it, and James, you know, made the deal. Rebound the Bible for him. Kofi did a video of the Bible, and I'm sitting there watching Dividing Line live, and James White starts talking about Kofi's Bible and how he's going to reach out to him. And listen, man, I'm in the living room of my house working. I started doing the two-step, man. The Pentecostal <laughs> two-step. <laughs> That's great. And my daughter came in there, why are you happy? And I told her, and she started dancing. <laughs> I mean, because we were struggling, man. Listen, we, I lived houses for 25 years, and I came down with the Nile vertigo. Uh, I, I, I ended up having PTSD. Mm. Uh, from, you know, the gang violence and uh, the stuff that happened when I was a child. Like, I struggled with, 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 with like, I, probably, I think it was, like, two months ago, I'm sitting here working in my office. I get dizzy and I pass out, and I just fell on the floor. Mm. And so, 
uh, I'm not allowed on ladders or roofs any longer. And, uh, and, and I, I didn't have a way to take care of my family. Yeah. And so if the Bible business didn't work, then, you know, so, nothing was going to work for us. So I, I couldn't do anything else. Yeah. So, so let's, uh, let's just backtrack a little bit. Like how initially did you get into the Bible rebinding business? I know that you're, you're probably figure thing, but like, did you self taught yourself how to do this? Like, like, did you have a background yeah. in, 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 in some kind of binding or leather? Because, um, for, for our listening audience, I, I do want to mention this. This is a high quality Bible rebinding. There is nothing like this. I mean, I, I, I've gotten, I've purchased Bibles, high-end Bibles, uh, and they're nothing compared to what Jeffrey does in his work. And, and I am, and I am saying that with all sincerity, you know, and, and again, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, I've been getting compliments actually, you know, um, let's see where, what, oh, uh, you were at a G3 conference, I believe, seven or uh, several years ago, and one of the uh, original hosts of Bridge Radio, Julio Rodriguez, he had uh, he was over there and visited your table, and um, and he's like, man, Jeffrey's here with all these awesome Bibles. He has this red one here that is amazing. I think it was an ESV. I was like, you gotta yeah. buy it. You gotta buy it. Um, and I was like, and he bought it. I was like, buy it, and then I'll pay you back. And then when he got back here, I was like, oh, it's yours. And he was so happy that uh, he had that. I mean, it was just, he was just happy. And and I, I'm just, he's gotten so many compliments. I've gotten compliments just, you know, on my on my new one. This it's kind of big and bulky, but it's my it's, it's my Bible, my study Bible. But um, I, for our listening audience, again, I cannot express. Uh, how well these Bibles are done. So, uh, so, so, um, so you get into, uh, you start teaching yourself and how, I, I, yeah, I just taught myself. Uh, I saw some, uh, some other people that were doing it and then I tried to do it the way that they were doing it mm. and it just wasn't working for me. Mm. And, and so I was, and I was, I mean, I actually, like I had bought a, a Skyler, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if you know what that. Yeah, so yeah. I, a Skylar I, and I was looking at one. I have a Skylar. That's the one that I was telling. You. I bought a Boot Skylar Bible, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. this is this is nice. Like, it's really nice." Mm-hmm. But uh, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you. So yes, I'm very no, familiar. No, you're good. So, so I had, uh, me and my wife had bought a Skylar's for a wedding present, and one day I was just holding that, and I looked at it. And I said, "I could make one of these," mm-hmm. and she just started laughing at me. You know. <laughs> and disbelief. I said, "No, I, I, I bet I could make one." And uh, I mean, because I've always been real crafty. I mean, I'm real good with my hands. I mm. did roofing, construction, and but I was also uh, a, a master coppersmith. I mean, like like for a long time, all I did was was form copper to chimneys. Mm. And so, whenever I started looking at you know, Bible rebinding as a roof job or as, you know, preparing for it the same way that I would as when I was flashing chimneys, like I owned it, you know, like I knew what I was doing, you know, like I stopped approaching it the way that, you know, I mean, you can go online and find videos of how to rebind. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. But I stopped approaching it from that direction and started approaching it like it was a chimney. Mm. And things just started to come together around. And you know, so I just took what I again I took my my past my past uh, experiences and I put it into the rebinding business. And wow. so I, I took my past of working in roofing for twenty five years, put it into the the project and the actual construction, I took my horrible past of, of making myself known and I used it for, you know, the good of, 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 uh, of uh, again, making the company known. Yeah. I just advertising anywhere I could, uh, trying to, to put a Bible in whoever's hands that I could. Yeah. You know, even if it, it seems selfish, uh, I, I knew that if I got a Bible in the right person's hands, that God was going to blow it up. He was going, you know, he's going to use it. Well, I mean, somebody told me that you're, you're the, you're, you're the, uh, uh, the Bible rebinding for the reform community. <laughs> and I was laughing. I was like, I was like, oh, I mean, I don't know, but you know, sounds great. You know, I'm, uh, I'm 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 sure you I'm sure you'll rebind the Bible for anybody you know but uh oh yeah I mean, I've done <laughs> yeah yeah so, I mean I have turned some some down you know I mean yeah I'm not going to do a book of you know I've had some Mormons want me to do a book of Mormon really no yeah. Well, that, that it, yeah, and, and that would make sense, like, you know, yeah. um, so, um, and, and I, and I wouldn't do, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do a passion translation. Got it. Know, uh, but I, I mean, it, it, to me, as long as, I mean, I've done some, um, Bibles, I'm sure I've done a one is Pentecostal Bible. But just because he's the one that's Pentecostal doesn't mean I won't rebind his Bible. Yeah, if a yeah. Mormon wanted me to rebind them a Bible, that is not a Bible. That is not yeah. a. It's not a Bible, right? We would say. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we would say even with a Jehovah Witness, that is yeah. that is a Bible that has heretical. been. Yes. Yeah, it's yes. It has been. Yeah, if they want it like a King James Bible or something like that yeah. rebound. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, it has nothing to do with, with the person, but mm. product is what I'm doing. Absolutely. And, you know, um, one, one unique thing about uh, your company, uh, Post Tenebrous Lux Bible Rebinding, is that you do a lot of uh, personal customization, right? Yes. And, and I think that's what just really at least stood out for me, you know, even though, uh, I think that, uh, I, I don't know if this is fair for me to say, like, uh, when we go on your website, people just like kind of copy some other, you know, mix it up with some things that you've done and other things, which, uh, I mean, they're just, at, I mean, the solas, the solas that you do on the back, I mean, that's pretty popular, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I started doing the rebinding, like all the, uh, the people that were rebinding before me or whatever. Yeah. That there's a, there, there's groups where the rebinders uh, have Facebook groups together. None of them were doing hand stitch perimeters. Mm. None of them were doing solos. None of them were, were rebinding the way that I do. And as soon as my company blows up, they're all copying it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's doing the solos now. Everybody's doing hand stitching. <laughs> yeah. Which is all good. I mean, yeah. Good, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but you're, uh, but you're the one, you're the one who's doing it. And I mean, I mean, everybody knows what, what you're Again, doing. I was the only one that was really reformed. 
Yes, yes. Uh, at the time that we're, what was doing it. So I was taking what I wanted to see and started to apply it. Well, I mean, I mean, uh, I'm sure you probably been really busy um, since. So, so, oh, I, I did want to mention. So I saw not too long ago, um, 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 I don't know, was it last year or earlier this year? Uh, you re, you gave uh, John MacArthur a Bible, and you were out in California and presented to him. Is that correct? Well, I didn't. I didn't present it to him. Okay. So, uh, so uh, let me see. Thomas Nelson reached out to me to rebind one of his study Bibles. Oh, okay. Yes. So they heard that I was going to be at the conference, and so they reached out to me to do that. And then when they presented it to him, they did not give me any recognition. And, it, and I was like, hey, hold up now. <laughs> Thomas Nelson did it? Yeah, they didn't give me any recognition. And so, I, 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 and so like, the people, uh, 316 publishers had a booth beside me, and they knew that I was the one that, that did the Bible. Mm. And so they contacted uh, John MacArthur's son, I believe it was Mark, mm. MacArthur and Mark MacArthur set up a meeting in John MacArthur's office where I could uh, sit down and talk and stuff like that, which is really cool, you know. Yeah, I heard he's a really, really nice guy. Um, yeah, well, I would hope I would hope that he would be. You know, he's a shepherd, but you yeah. know, um, <laughs> yeah, he was a real good guy, man. Uh, again, like whenever I bought, whenever I purchased my first Bible, I purchased a book by John MacArthur. Mm. Never heard of him before, but you know the cover was, you know, had, uh, the cover of the book is what really drew me to it. Uh, the book is called Hard to Believe, mm. uh, and, and it's based on the gospel. Um, of course, you know, like there's some nuances that I w- w- wouldn't agree with now, but but you know, yeah. I mean, but, I but mean, having that book led me to reform theology because yeah. years later, when YouTube came out, I remember John MacArthur and I looked up John MacArthur, which you know brought me to all the other reform guys. But yeah, it's kind of funny how that happens, right? Like, uh, yeah. like once you get one one like a uh, reform reform guy, like you get you you know if you start from RC, that'll move to MacArthur. Like especially on like social media, when they start f- like taking your al- algorithms, uh, yeah. you know, it, it's hilarious because uh, you're like, oh, there's Piper, oh, there's Johnny Mac, oh, there's Bro, you know, and it just like, mm-hmm. you know, keeps going on, you know, and um, and those are, you know, and 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 yeah, that's just uh, just hilarious. Now you get to meet MacArthur. The we saw you, you know, you. You, you got to meet him. We saw that on social media and, and how, how has it been just since, uh, you know, uh, Dr. James White, you know, talking about your, uh, um, uh, your Bible rebinding and company post center bro Lux. And man, then, it was life changing, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were struggling, barely could make it, uh, like seriously, I didn't know what I was going to do. We were struggling, and so, and then I did a Bible for James, and God used it. Yeah, God used James in my life, and uh, I'm forever. Uh, I mean, my first and foremost, solo deal, Gloria. Absolutely, uh, amen. You know, glory to God, but I am 
you know, if James White needs something, I'm I'll, I'm there. <laughs> yeah. How many Bibles have you rebound for him? Oh man, tons. Yeah. He's, he's bought several. He bought me a, a Kooji sweater. Uh, okay. Oh, you own contacted. you own a Kooji? You own a Kooji? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that guy because is just. He contacted me. He, he contacted me about uh, like I was uh, about to head out to G three, and I posted some mm. some Bibles that I had. And it was right before Christmas, and he wanted to get his son a Bible. He says, look, I know you said, because I posted on there that none of them were for sale. Mm. And I know that you posted none of them for sale, but I'd like to get one for my son. And I was like, all right, I'll sell it to you. I said, but listen, if you contact me again, ask me for a Bible. <laughs> I said, you're going to have to give me a Kooji sweater. <laughs> <laughs> no, just joking. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And then, you know, uh, a couple of days before Christmas, a Kooji sweater showed up at my door. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. What a great yeah. guy. Yeah, he's been on our yeah. podcast a couple of times. He's been a blessing with his teaching. And, you know, he's been definitely a blessing to a lot of people with his just uh, – apologetics and, and what he does and just teaching and just being faithful to the word. Um, and, and, and again, I, I knew about you because of him, you know, and I was like, you know, and then, um, and then, our, like I said earlier, our friend Julio had, uh, ran into a G, a G3, but, uh, I mean, you're just a true artist. I mean, that, I, I, I mean, Appreciate I, I can't say anything else. And, and, and there's probably like people, listening right now and they're like what's the big deal with this with these bibles like it's a big deal guys you guys got to go check it out um now you, you know one thing that i was just thinking about right now jeffrey is that um like every like that's very intimate what people are sending you um yeah absolutely i mean i'm just thinking about like uh just my the the one that i my bible that i sent in um like it has notes in there, just uh, things that I've just written down, highlighted. Um, and, and I'm just thinking about uh, how many people uh, have shed tears over their Bibles, you know, because what uh, God's word has done in their life and, you know, uh, just inspiration, conviction, repentance, you know, whatever might be going on when we're reading God's word. And I'm just thinking about like, I'm sure that that probably you just think about those things like what what's going through your mind when you're just you're just looking at people's personal bible and 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 what that bible has just done either you know if it's a pastor or, or somebody who is a teacher or just a lay person but the impact that that bible has done for either a family a community a church and 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 I know I, 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 I want to be careful, like, you know, that over spiritualizing anything with just the Bible itself, you know, uh, it is God's word, right? It is, uh, it is his written word, but, um, uh, you know, he has spoken and he has given to us, right? And that's, that's mm -hmm. how he speaks to us. Um, but this, what, what's going through your mind when you're just taking people's Bibles and, and just as, as I'm just saying these things, you know? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, to be honest, I don't think that we correct, we can over-spiritualize it in, in one sense. I okay. Mean, because, again, when I go back to, you know, me, God giving me faith, it's through mm. reading the Bible. Mm. You know, I mean, I truly believe that uh, reading the Bible, He granted to me faith um, 
to believe, you know, was preparing my heart for that message mm. that I heard. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, like I, I really love it whenever I get a marked up Bible. I'll be honest with you. Like if they're writing in it, there's certain passages I go to just to see what they have to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Uh, especially like I'm a big eschatology guy. And so I'm always, okay, well, what do they got to say, got to say about Daniel 9? <laughs> you know, he hasn't got there yet. There's nothing know, written. Yeah. <laughs> Have, do you ever, are you ever tempted to highlight it and put something in there, you know, and see if they, when they get it back? <laughs> there was a couple of times, like if someone that I know, uh, you know, like I'll, put a bookmark in a certain chapter I think they need to look at. <laughs> That's great. Uh, but no, you know, like I'm, it, it, if I know that someone has, you know, you know, well loved their Bible, I do kind of look through it and, mm. and check out some of their notes. Uh, you know, sometimes they'll have like a, I mean, it might, might sound stupid, but, you know, you know like they'll have a, a card or something in mm. there that, has a Bible reading plan on it, and I'm and I like one that you would have, you know, like bought, you know, one that was written out in pencil or pen, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and you can see the diligence, you know, the the of them reading their Bible, uh, and there is like like sometimes you can see the the oil from your from your hand yeah, and printed on the pages, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's it's wonderful, man. Uh, yeah, don't they say that? The, like don't they say the dirtier the Bible, the cleaner your heart it is? <laughs> yeah, well, they said something about uh, the, uh, the sign of a you know, if your Bible's falling apart, that means that the the owner isn't. Yeah. But I always say, well, if it's falling apart, I can fix it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if you have a clean Bible out there that that just sit there, we we need to talk, but. Uh, um, man, so, so right now, what is your wait time to get a Bible rebound? Well, I think if you go on our normal schedule, so, so today, let me see, today is the 23rd of September, right? Uh, yes, today is the 23rd of September. Or something like that. So, um, I think my... If you go on the regular schedule, we're booking for April. April, wow! So there yeah. you go, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I I, ha- I had to wait. Yeah. So you know, if yeah. you are looking, uh, to... yep. So when I did it for James, when I did the Bible for James White, you know, I went from like a you know two to four week wait list mm. to six months. Yeah, like you know, I went from, and then I did one for Paul Washer. And oh. Paul Washer had tweeted about it, and then he jumped up another three months. Oh, wow. Okay. And so, you know, it's just me, me and my wife, and I have a a, a young lady from the neighborhood that uh, comes over and, and, and does some, some stitching for us. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eventually, I would love for this business to grow and provide jobs. Um, we're just, you know... We're, Right now, it's just me doing the, the uh, actually crafting the Bibles. So. Well, uh, I'm sure that uh, the impact that you are having to uh, God's people in uh, just preserving uh, their old Bibles and making them new again, and you know, uh, 
you know, you, you said you're a big eschatology guy. So, you know, we're probably going to find one of your Bibles, you know, somewhere after the apocalypse, you know, <laughs> and there's like, yep, there's a Jeffrey Rice Bible. It, it survived. There it is. Um, because it's so well made. Um, well, I won't tell you what I hope to an eschatology because people hold it against me. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's it. That's but okay. I tell you what, man, that's, that's that's one way to get a Christian to fight is uh, talk about eschatology. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh boy, yeah. So you know, put on the boxing gloves. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, for our <laughs> listeners, yeah, put on the boxing. <laughs> but for our listeners, you know, those are uh, you know second dear doctrines that you know. Uh, that yeah. we can have fun with and, you know, but, um, you know, yeah, I tell come, people that's my hobby is eschatology. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and I love it too. I definitely love it. Uh, well, uh, Jeffrey, you know, we're coming on f- right now, 40 minutes and, you know, um, I want, can you just share with our audience, uh, where they can go find your Bibles, any social media, if you can just share wherever you're at and uh, where they can go to uh, send their Bibles in and and go ahead and get them get them done. Yeah, I mean, of course, we're on Facebook, mm. Twitter, and uh, uh, you know, most all the social platforms. But uh, I mean, the easiest way is to go to our website, uh, ptlbiblerebinding.com, and there's a link on our website that'll take you to our Facebook, Twitter, and all the other. Um, platforms that we, we have. So that's at ptlbiblerebinding.com. Yes, yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, please go check that out. Um, and you're going to see, like, once you go on there on his website, you're going to see just the quality right away uh, of uh, of the of the Bibles. And uh, I know that you you guys really do a good job on social media. So please go to Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and Twitter, and you can check out uh, some of the past uh, Bibles that Jeffrey has rebound. Um, I think that you will definitely uh, enjoy seeing those pictures, like I I always do. I I saw that you had um I've done a green Bible, um that said uh total uh you had the five solos and then on the front said total scriptura um it kind of looked like an incredible hulk bible with that green uh you don't want to see me angry no uh uh, that one looks really cool but you know i mean some of the some of this design that you have done just absolutely just great craftsmanship so uh we we thank you uh for what you're doing in preserving um, uh, people's Bible because, oh man, like I I I I was blessed and I was super excited to get my my Bible re- rebound. Um, are you? Gonna... Man, I appreciate your compliments and I definitely appreciate your business. Yeah, absolutely. And then we make sure when we release this uh, podcast and and ladies and gentlemen, like you got to understand that the way uh, Jeffrey is doing the. Uh, once you decide you want to have it rebound with him in that time frame, uh, is so that you can keep your Bible as long as you can, and then he'll go ahead and let you know when to send your Bible. And once that happens, that process is fairly quick. Um, yeah. once you send it in, but the waiting list, you know, it, it is pretty long. You know, it's just, like he said, you know, he he's him and his wife are doing this, and then some other lady. Um, uh, he. If 
if I know that we probably are not patient people in, you know, in this era, but I promise you, if you are just patient and just hold on, uh, you'll be so happy that you waited. I mean, and I'm really, I, I just wish that I can, th the image, you can just touch the Bible, feel it. And just like the quality is just absolutely phenomenal. Just like I said, and also for those that don't want to wait, mm. so once a month we sell Bibles. I oh. post Bibles once a month on on our Facebook page. Okay, so if you watch our Facebook page once a month. I'll post about six to seven Bibles that are for sale. Now, listen. Sometimes, like I've seen them go within ten minutes. Oh, I believe it. Okay, but but there's there's times, you know. I, I guess it's just you know. The, the time of the month and every post of it, there's been times where they've, you know, they've set for a day or so. So I, I, I never know, you know, again, there's, uh, I post them for sale 10 minutes later, they're all gone. Wow. Um, wow. So, so once a month, if you follow our Facebook, you know, you might have a chance to, to just purchase one brand new. And so I just buy brand new Bibles and I, and, and, but I'm telling you, like, it's the works. Yeah, like I'm, I'm hooking these these babies up. It, you know uh, what? It, your Bibles remind me of just like a Rolex watch that you can yeah. hand down to your your kids, your grandkids. That's how durable these these Bibles yeah, are. Uh, I mean, I, I really try not to brag on them, but they are nice. I mean, they're top of the line. They're, there's nothing like them in my opinion. Well, I buy, and this might sound stupid, but I buy other rebinders Bibles mm, just to compare it to yeah. ours. No. All right? So all the rebinders out there, I'm not saying they're not good, but I've, I've held them in our hands. Yeah. And I think that we have the best Bible. Yeah, you do. You, you do. Like I said, I, I, um, I own a Schuler and uh Schuyler, uh, a Bible and, uh, um, yeah, like, um, just absolutely great work and 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 i think that i think that a lot of people are bragging on your behalf anyway so uh please go check it out um please go purchase the bibles uh once a month on facebook if you didn't want to take your own uh, bible and get rebound but he will bring your grandpa's great grandpa's bible back to life like i said he brought i mean that's Stephanus. like every time that uh that uh, james white just uh, takes it out when, you know, uh, on his dividing line or he's doing a free Geneva radio. Uh, I mean, I'm just like, wow, that is nice. That is nice. So if I ever come across a, an ancient Bible like that, I'm sending it to you. So, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, praise the Lord and to all the glory to him and, and in his providence, what he has just done in your life. Uh, from taking you out uh, from uh, uh, that world and then bringing you in to uh, do Bible rebinding and becoming a pastor. And his providence is just so amazing how he does it. And I was definitely, definitely uh, just encouraged by your testimony today. And again, thank you for uh, coming on to uh, Bridge Radio. And I hope we can have you back on uh, sometime in the future. And uh, we can just talk Bibles, you know? Yeah, man. I, I appreciate you having me on. I thank your listeners for, uh, you know, for just giving us an earshot. And, you know, and uh, again, uh, if there's anything 
uh, that your listeners you know have any questions about uh, again I'm, I'm easy I'm easy to find yeah you are well Jeffrey thank you very much for uh, joining us today we are super super uh, happy that you came on today well ladies and gentlemen that concludes this week's episode uh, with uh, Jeffrey Rice. Um, please look out. We're going to be taking some pictures today because we are currently right now at the G3 conference in Atlanta. So um, uh, if you guys are there, uh, Bridge Radio, I'll be there running around with my Bridge Radio uh, uh, t-shirt. Uh, come and say hello if you see me walking around with my wife and I. Uh, I am um, uh, Jeffrey is here. Jeffrey's Jeffrey Rice is here as well. Uh, so uh, please go visit his booth and go buy some of his Bible. I, I don't think that they're gonna uh, gonna last, but you know, please, please go check out his uh, website ptlbiblerebinding.com, and uh, please, uh, or you can just Google Post Tenno Brooks Lux. Uh, Bible rebinding and it'll take you to his website. Quality work. Um, love his testimony. It's amazing what God can do in somebody's life when we are his. Um, gang banging, uh, pimping, uh, I believe he said, and all the other drugs and whatever. And God took him out of that, saved them, and had a purpose for him. Uh, he's a pastor now. He's read. He's he reads like crazy. He taught himself by, and just just amazing testimony. So uh, it's amazing what God can do. You know, you know, He's God. He can do anything. We give Him all the glory. Uh, please don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And like we always like to end the show, what is your only comfort in life and in death? That I am not my own, but belong body and soul in life and in death to my faithful Savior. Jesus Christ. Till next week. Thank you.